is the DallasCowboys.com Draft Show. The Cowboys are on the clock. Your war room for insider news and draft analysis from deep within the confines of Cowboys headquarters at the Star in Frisco. The Dallas Cowboys select Ezekiel Elliott. And now, your hosts, Dane Brugler, David Hellman, and Brian Broaddus. Well, 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 I can't even talk. Well, once again, welcome back to the Draft Show. Had about three things going on in my head at that one time. Brian Broaddus, Dane Brugler. No David Hellman today, but we do welcome in one of our scouting buddies. Uh, you hear him on our draft coverage uh, every year. He is uh, from 105.3, the fan from the Ben and Skin Show. Kevin K.T. Turner. He's in the building! Wow. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah. This is an honor because I listen to you guys all the time. Yeah, we, 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 we learned the other day that you just woke up and – Popped on three uh, draft shows in a row, right? I found it to be good Saturday morning for me, yeah. hangover medicine. The hangover just medicine. right there, just listening to some draft Just hurts your head a little more. Talk. Get up and get rolling then. Get up and get yeah. going. That's right. We got Kit Garrison, executive producer. Great to have you, though, KT. I'm looking forward to your contributions here throughout the year. Uh, we got, uh, like I say, we got Kit Garrison, executive producing today. Uh, we've got a new phone number, too, and you can probably see it there on the screen, 888-855-2297. Been told we actually got a couple of lines. Am I right about that, Kent? Do we got a couple? Hopefully so. Yeah, so we're going to test this out with you guys today. So you'll see on the screen, 888-855-2297 is how you get a hold of us. I want to dive into this program right off the bat. And we're starting to get into these players. And I want to know, because KT and I, Dane, and you and I did a little evaluation yesterday afternoon. Mm -hmm. And then KT and Jeff uh, Cavanaugh came in. I want to know what players you're having trouble evaluating and why. I want some names. I mean, why? I mean, or, or, I think that when we watch this tape, you know, and, and the tape that we're watching is the actual tape that the scouts here at the Cowboys are watching, the actual uh, college game tape. You know, some of it's cut up. Uh, some of it's just straight game tape. Yeah, the all 22, the sideline All version, 22, sideline, end zone. End zone view. All that. Yeah. I mean, hey, if we have to look at a guy like we did last night at South Dakota State, my God, we're going <laughs> to look at a guy at South Dakota State. Dallas Goddard, actually. Yeah, exactly. But I want to know what guys you're having trouble with because I wonder if teams are going to have the same problems. Oh, yeah. And uh, this what, happens. Yeah. I mean, you've been in a, yeah. a war room setting. So there's some players you watch, and after two, three tapes – you know who he is. You have yeah. a good idea of the skill set, his strengths, weaknesses, what he can do, what he offers you as a football player. On the flip side, there are some other players where you watch over and over and you just cannot get a feel for him. It's hard to figure him out. It could be because of scheme. It could be because of competition. could be he just has a confused skill set yeah. where you know he, he gets the job done, but it's not the ideal traits that you look for at that position. So there are plenty of reasons why you don't get a player right away. And I, I think already we've encountered plenty of pl- prospects in this class that we can already tell it's going to take you know more than just a few game tapes to figure them out. Yeah, KT. I mean, we you know you you and I have been doing this together five years now, mm-hmm. you know, and I, I kind of feel like this is one of those for some reason classes where I have more questions about guys early than I do you know like okay I feel really good about this. I mean, and and, and Dane's right. There's guys you feel good about. You know, and you say, boom, put him right there. Put him in this round. But there's, I think there's more guys in this draft so far that what I've encountered that don't feel – I don't feel that way about it. Yeah, I feel the same way, and I don't know if that's something – maybe it's a testament to the strength of the draft class overall. Maybe it's not. Um, I know for me, I've got a lot of names, though, of guys who – and maybe part of the reason is me going in with the, with the idea of maybe this is a first- or second-round guy. Yeah. I'm just kind of going off the list here. Um, maybe that's a, maybe that's a bit of the problem as well. Yeah. But I, I can name five, six guys right now yeah. that if you said, hey, I need you to take them at 19 – and I would say, I don't know if I can do that right now. Or I need you to take them at 50. I got you. Uh, I don't know if I can take him right there right now. And I think it'll clear up. And there's a couple guys I've watched multiple times, you know, and come back around come on back it or, around. or get it figured out after that. And I think maybe that's part of it as well. I think Derwin James is a guy like mm-hmm. that for me. I mean, just starting off a guy like, you know, I, I did not have a very good feel for Derwin James at Florida State right off the bat. And then now, you know, more tape comes in. You kind of say, okay, this is what this guy is. Yeah, better athlete than football player. And yeah. so it, it makes Derwin James hard to figure out because even if he goes to the combine and blows it up, okay, we expected that. Right. So, you know, we know he's a good athlete, but you put on the tape and, and it's, not the, it's and up it, and down. It's up and down. That's the problem I have. 
Derwin James, a yeah. problem for you? You know what? I came back around the second time because I watched him again, and I went, okay, now I'm, I get it. And it's more about his size and strength than it is his coverability yeah. uh, for me. And it's just sitting there and go, okay, well, I, he's clearly a strong safety to me. And I think there's a lot of people. And at Florida State, he played, you know, mm-hmm. seven I thought he was. I thought he was down in the box was really good. Yeah. You know, and now I'm, I'm thinking, okay, do they need another down in the box guy? I'm talking about the Cowboys or any of your other NFL teams. There's a ton teams. of those guys. Yeah, that's now, what I'm though. saying. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's what. A, a, but he's a guy. Dane, who's a guy you got that's a, that's a guy that it's given you problems in the evaluation of, of the early evaluation? A name I wrote down, uh, a guy we looked at yesterday extensively. Uh, and I had had problems with this guy before. We followed up, watched him yesterday, and I'm still not 100% feeling comfortable with his evaluation. And that's the tackle from Western Michigan, Chakwuma Okafora. Okafora, yeah. Uh, and this is a guy who's a senior bowl guy, so hopefully we can learn more about him in Mobile. But you, you watch the first few reps, and your immediate – thought is light on the feet 330 pound guy tire looks like tyron smith out yeah there. body's good looking yeah. body yeah. yeah not sloppy or anything like that the traits are great he carries his weight really well for yeah. 330 pounds uh a guy that came here from botswana in 2010 football still new to him he's still figuring things out i hate to use the word soft but he's you know in certain areas you know he just needs i just i want him to dominate and he yeah. doesn't do that with those traits he should be dominating with that power you just don't see it consistently uh, football just doesn't come natural to him. And yeah, only been in the country since 2010. Right, right? exactly. That, yeah. And so you have to, as a scout, as an evaluator, you have to figure out, okay, is he close to his ceiling already as a football player? Or is because, you know, he has this background, the way things are, that he still has a lot of ways he can improve. But because football doesn't come natural to him, it kind of clouds your your view of him. So I think th- hopefully the Senior Bowl next week will give us a better idea of who he is. Scouts think of him potentially as a first-round pick. Because he has first-round traits. Yes. And, and so the tape isn't necessarily first-round, but no. the traits are. No. And so that's – get him – okay, you know, he didn't have P.J. Fleck, you know, lighting yeah. the fi- fire uh, under his butt. You said foot up the rear guy, huh? Exactly. So yeah. he didn't have that hard coach – I mean, you know, not to say anything against Western Michigan's right. you know, first-year coaching staff this year with Tim, Tim Lester – but he didn't have P.J. Fleck uh, pushing him anymore. And so going to the Senior Bowl, NFL coaching will get on him. I'm eager to see his maturation from Tuesday practice to Thursday practice. Does he show the improvements that I need to see with that coaching? KT? Uh, for me, Connor Williams. And I know it's a no, name everyone kind of knows. Offensive lineman, yeah. But, but it is very tough. I, mean, I started out with the 2017 tape, and the 2017 version of Connor Williams is completely different than the 2016 version of yeah. Connor Well, and especially which, which game you watch in 2017. Yeah, I mean, it's even before the knee. Yeah. I mean, Maryland. The Maryland yeah. game. Maryland game. talked about the yeah. Maryland game was terrible, though. And then when he came back, West Virginia game, he played okay. But it's, so it's just like what part of 2017 you watched. And so, yeah, absolutely, Connor Williams is a good name. So I went back and watched him again. And it was more watch 2017 again because 2016 you watch that and you say okay there's a perfect prospect okay yeah. I feel great about that and I'm going back well now I don't know what to do with him because what is he is he the 2016 one is he the 2017 one watched a little more 2017 tape and I like how mean he is I like how physical he is I kind of want to play him at guard mm. <laughs> is that bad I mean I it's it's tough because it's I, a I mean, projection I, and I think about things you know through the Cowboys lens or whatever and I'm like okay no. guy who plays guard potentially the Cowboys have done that before after watching him again I said I would I would have uh, I would be full uh, fully comfortable with him at 19 going to the Cowboys and they play him at left guard hmm. I would be completely comfortable with that Interesting. and if he needs to be a tackle I get it but hey Zach Martin could have been a tackle in this league yeah let's go do it we've got a hole there let's fill it up. Yeah, and I think there are certain players, uh, like Zach Martin to me, screamed guard. Brandon Scherf from Iowa went to the Redskins. Yeah, screamed, screamed guard. guard. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Connor Williams isn't that guy, and I'm not saying that you're wrong, because, I, yeah, I think he has a skill set where he could do it. But, yeah, at 19, that'd be, that'd be interesting. That, that's, that's an interesting. That's right by where you would probably feel that he needs to go. Yeah. And in my, I just, I'm posting a new mock draft today. I had him off the board in the top 15, yeah. but he absolutely, he could. What team did be, you have? To, by the way, your mock draft is, tell everybody where that's going to be posting up. I'll, I'll tweet it out. Yeah. It'll be on NFLDraftScout.com. I'll probably post it on Dallas Morning News here okay. shortly as well. Uh, but it's, I had him going 13 to the Bengals, uh, who need offensive tackle help. Yeah. Just took their line That'll take here. a hurt offensive lineman. Yeah. <laughs> Bouye. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but no, I think, you know, to your original point about trying to figure him out, it's it's going to take the whole process because yeah. I no one needs arguably a better spring than Connor Williams because he has to 
put to bed those those you know the the doubt about what he put out there this year the 2017 tape and he can do that with a good showing at the combine and the individual workouts Shaquem Griffin <laughs> outside linebacker central Florida and those who don't know you know he's he's been well talked about throughout his college career he had, does, has not, does not have a left hand. Handicap and there, yes. Has not four, year had old, four years old. Four years old. Uh, birth defects. Uh, and it's, so it's something he's always known. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's always played with. He doesn't know life without it. Yeah. He is a hell of a football player. He is. And where are you going to take him? Hmm. This guy is, I mean, he is a blur on tape. He's I said, drafted. I tweeted it last night. This kid is a, he, he is a football player. I mean, he can run. He gets the football. He's mean. He could rush the passer. He attacks the pocket. Mm-hmm. You do see the handicap at times. Yeah, in tackling in space, because he does taking on blocks. Taking on blocks too is another problem. So where do you take this guy? Where do you, this guy is legitimately a second round type of a guy? If you watch him play, yeah, he will excite you watching him play. I, I mean, I, the I'm, motor is ridiculous. The, it is. The guy makes plays. The problem is, will the handicap force him down the board? Yeah. And so now now I'm struggling with where would I, you know, I want to be true to the kid. I want to take the kid where he deserves. I mean, you and I had this discussion last night. Yeah, it's tough. Because you're watching the tape and you're like, in in big time settings, he's making plays. His play speed. And the play speed, but you're thinking, but then again, you see some plays where the, the lack of the use of a hand yeah. hurts him. Missed tackles, inability to take on blocks. Exactly. You see him playing with one hand when yeah. he does that. He relies on speed. That's yeah. his game. And yeah. that's great. You know, he has outstanding speed for the position. But in the NFL, we've seen it time and time again, you know, you you have to have The more. ability to get off blocks. Yeah, technical savvy. Yeah. What about our guy last night? We talked about get off blocks, our Iowa linebacker, Jewel. Yeah. Yeah. The length. Yeah. You see yeah. the problem. And, you know, here's the problem. If you can't get off blocks, I don't care how good you are, you know, and that's, that's the, again, the problem I have with Griffin. I love the kid. Mm-hmm. I really do. I want to push him way up the board. Senior bowl guy. Yeah, and, that, and that's good. We'll see him there. We'll see him next week. I guarantee you all the buzz will be about him. Oh, there'll, yeah. be some, yeah. there'll be some stories about how he's dealt with the, the, the handicap. But then you watch him play, and he's going to run around some of these offensive tackles, and you're going to go, huh, oh, Broadus, he knows what he's talking about. But there will be more teams in the NFL that run away from him because of the handicap than teams that fall in love with him because of, A, the story, and B, his actual I just wonder where teams are going to put him on their boards. Is is that handicap too much for him to overcome? Early day three. I put him fourth round. So yeah, first round and on day three. That, well, that's you know, I want to call you a coward right now, don't you? I know, but it's. Okay. But you're right. I'm when, not. I'm just. When you, you draw, when you draw, when you put a round on a player, you are envisioning his role. Yeah. And with this player, what's his role? I think he can be an outstanding special teams player. Yeah. And a guy that you nickel can player occasionally bring in on some package situations yeah. to rush a passer, do something. You know, he can drop with his athleticism. If you're drafting him higher, it, it, for me, the top three rounds are reserved for starters. I'm getting starters in the top three rounds. And that's nothing against Griffin. I think he can be an outstanding player. But in the fourth round, that's where I'm going to take a sub-package player, a special teams guy. And, you know, I don't think that's necessarily... Medical round, is that kind of where you're seeing it again? That's not necessarily insulting the kid. No, it's not, but... There's some... I guarantee you he will not be on every draft board. Some teams won't even draft him because of his... uh, Shame on them. Yeah, because this is a good player. This guy. Where where, where do you have him? Where would you feel comfortable drafting him, Broadus? Oh, I'd I'd be comfortable drafting him in the second round if it was me. Take him at fifty. I love the player, but I, I, you know, you're right. But this goes back to the whole point. That's what I'm saying. He has he has second round ability. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, second round ability. And the problem is, though, you're going to sit there and you're going to get people. You're going to get in this war room setting, and you're and someone's going to say he's got one hand, Brian. How can you take, take a the player, one hand guy? How can you take a player with one hand? I'm like, watch the tape. This happens every year. There's a guy I remember, and uh, whether however good he was, or whatever you think about that. But Sean Coleman had cancer or whatever, yeah. and it's like, okay, well, is that going to slide him down the boards a little bit? Yeah, yeah, it might. People are probably going to be scared to take a guy who had you know leukemia at one time. Yeah, give me another player, Dane. Harold Landry, the Boston College. Oh, you Bachelors. got one of my guys. Uh, this is a, a player who I thought KT loves this guy. Declared early last yeah. year. <laughs> 
<laughs> I like this guy. Did you guys both have issues with him? I had issues. Absolutely. With him. Uh, yeah, and this is where you had again had to go back and watch him in 2016 yeah. because this year. God, I hate double. that. He had he was playing with one foot. Yeah. His ankle was messed up. Yeah. So it's like it was really hard to take him seriously this year because his ankle. He was hurt, and there was a little bit of not wanting to push himself too hard because he didn't want to get further hurt, yeah. hurt the injury even more. I, so he's tough because yeah, you watch his junior tape and you see him off the edge wrap the corner, finish at the quarterback. This year, you just didn't see that enough. And so this is another senior bowl guy, uh, another player that uh, I think we hopefully we learn more about in Mobile. How many guys do you have ahead of him on your board? At pass rusher? As a pass rusher. Chubb, Key. Davenport. 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 Key, I don't. I, okay, he's okay. another guy that belongs in this conference. Yeah, yeah that, that, Arden Key for yeah. sure. Oh Absolutely. no, I, I'm, I'm not going to avoid my LSU guy there. He's a guy we'll need to be talking about. We'll need every day up until the draft to try and figure him out. What makes him tick? What is driving him uh, to to play football? Is he a guy that you can rely on uh, in the building and away from the building to really maximize that potential? Because the potential's top ten. Yeah, who's your guy, KT? Uh, Cortland Sutton. Oh. Now, part of this, I will say, just because living in the DFW area, and yeah. we have listeners all over the globe here, but living in the DFW area, you get all the hype of this this kid, and then yeah. watched him, and you go in just kind of thinking, "Hey, I'm going to see a first round type of player," and I had a lot of issues, and I, you know, I think there's already there's plenty of times we've talked about, you know. The, the size issues that players have that yeah. maybe they can't get separation, the, the slower guys, the more lumbering guys, but the physical type of guys and maybe wanting to go away from that. We were watching bit. him play Hughes last night from Central Florida, just, and it wasn't fair. I want him to play tougher. I want him yeah. to play stronger. I want him to play to his size. You know, yeah. I'm not sure he always does that. And I – I mean, I, I, there's also the fact that he could go run a four five five, and you're sitting there going, well, I don't know if he's going to be able to get away from anybody. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I don't know. I, there's, I got five or six wide receivers or seven, right now, seven wide receivers in front of him. And it, it will probably be more as I keep diving deeper into this. With Sutton, it's just, the offense he played in at SMU is so different than what he'll be asked to do in the NFL. Yeah. And how quickly will he make those adjustments? Yeah. Will it take a couple games? Yeah. A couple seasons? We're seeing that with Laquan Treadwell right now in Minnesota. It's taken him the, the, way too long. Yeah, big jump for him going from that way too offense I, to this. I wanted a more polished player. Yeah, and it just didn't. It didn't happen. You I know, agree. I agree. Help me, my help me with my Wake Forest guy. Oh. Safety? Duke. No, pass Duke. rusher. Duke. Edge of four. Edge of four. Man, Duke. Edge of four. Duke's tough. Yeah. I, there's I don't another know. one. There are times. There's another when one. There are you times. watch. You watch the film when it start. You watch him against Notre Dame. You're going, what? You watch him against some other teams. You're like going, bring that guy on board to me. If you just put just all the snaps in a line randomly, he would be the first one off the line, and then the next play he's the last guy off the line, and he's sluggish. And the next play he's in the backfield, and the next play I don't know where he's at. Like it's, I had a lot of issues with Duke, and I loved him the first time. And then the second time went through and went, wait, just a whole, you know, a whole different game. There's another, there's another rusher. Would you yeah. throw Chubb in that group? And Edge of is interesting because he – Wake Forest, by the way, defensive end. Just right. Sure. Yeah. He didn't do anything like in college. He was on the JV his junior year. Yeah. Then his senior year, he became this player. Yeah. Then caught some eyes. And so he's kind of a late bloomer still figuring things out. But his hand usage, really impressive. Sure it is. Yeah. Uh, and that's really what gets you going. He was actually high school teammates with uh, Oklahoma pass rusher uh, Okunanquo. Yeah. God, we're just going on these names. Yeah. <laughs> There's plenty of them this year. Uh, but yeah, no, I, Edge of Four, uh, another guy that's going to be tough to figure out. See, I'm watching the tape and, the, and I'm thinking, man, this guy gets it. The hand use, yeah. the, the ability to bend, the, the, you know, the, 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 the way he plays. Spin move, yeah, all that stuff. Yeah. He gets to the quarterback. He makes tackles. They use him inside. Some of the stuff he's playing is a nickel mm -hmm. rusher. And you're going, okay. And then, like I say, there's some other tape where you're going, is that the same guy? Yeah. Is that the same? Is he the same rusher? And that's what everybody's looking for. They're looking for these edge guys. And he's got ability. Got a lot of it. But, man, the inconsistency of the player just scares me to death. Day two player? Yeah. Yeah. But but you're kind of like going, mm -hmm. you know, win. Yeah. Win in day two. You know? Right. 
That's the thing that would make me nervous. I mean, what play are you going to get? The one that – and he's going up against like McClinchy and guys like that. And you're going, hey, I, that's, that's the kind of guy he's going to be playing against it, you know, in the NFL, that type of a player. And I don't think he's going to test overly well. You know, he'll yeah. be four, eight, average. Four guy, right? Yeah, I think he'll be average for what you expect from a defensive end. Uh, the length will be average. We're going to miss him, aren't we? The size will be average. I Could he be this year's Lawson? That's Go, what I, I was thinking. Fourth round, and all of a sudden, you know, he's rushing the passer. And Lawson was a better player than him. I know. I know. Our board had Lawson in the in the first round. Right. I mean, our, I mean, our there was more to get excited about. I think with Lawson, just because of the pure get off, but. Yeah. Again, this is why he's being mentioned with this category because it's going to take us yeah. a little bit to figure out. Let me throw some other names. Just I know we got to go to break real quick here. Out of Anthony Miller, I, I see. I, I love. Feel good about that. I feel good about him. Orlando Brown. What, what worries you about Anthony Miller? Real quick? I I just worry about the way he runs routes. The routes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good player though. How about Payne? We talked about him defensive Wrong tackle Payne. Alabama. Yep. How about Madafa? Washington State defensive tackle. Madafa. Madafa. Hercules. Hercules. Best name in this draft. We don't yeah. know where to play him, do we? That's a, that's a great one for this discussion. Because he, yeah. he was an interior defensive lineman, but at 250 pounds. Yeah. You know, he's, he can get off the ball, though. His get off that initial burst yeah. is special. So yeah. what do you do? There's a place for it, but where do you do where it? Where do you play? Is he an edge rusher? Yeah. Can he hold the edge? How does he do at that position? Joshua Jackson with the tackling. Yeah. Because he's a first-round corner in coverage. Yeah. Ball skills, the instincts, the yeah. length. He's not trying to tackle. Yeah, he makes some business decisions. He does. <laughs> and Deshaun Elliott, safety Texas. I, See, I, I, I feel good about that. Do you? Yeah. I know how I feel about it. Yeah, Longhorns yeah. fans I, don't I was going like to say, I don't, he, <laughs> he had the picks, but honestly, he didn't have to work too hard for those picks. They were thrown yeah. right to him. Yeah. I, and, <laughs> uh, he's not going to test very well. I don't think he's a guy that you want. In coverage. So you feel good about what you, where you got him? He's a box safety who's yeah. not a top one to pick. Ooh, a lot of people think he's, he is. Because they look at the interceptions. Yeah. And they, look, they look nice. Yeah. But, again, he didn't have to work for those interceptions. I got and you. He's draftable, but he's more of a box player. All right. Well, you guys are good at your jobs. I appreciate huh. you guys. Huh. All right. Coming back here in the SWB, SWBC Mortgage Studios. Gosh, I wish I could talk today. We're going to get into a little Twitter on the 20th. So uh, light us up with your questions at the draft show or at Brian Broaddus, and uh, we'll get to them. Stay tuned. It can be hard to find the right resource for learning about important financial matters. You search how to build savings, you end up reading about the one weird ingredient from supermarkets that can make you taller. That's why Bank of America built BetterMoneyHabits.com, a safe little corner of the Internet for answering your financial questions. Full of simple videos and tips, Better Money Habits can show you how to make the most of your money without resorting to random searches that always seem to lead to unbelievable photos of childhood stars grown up. To learn more, visit BetterMoneyHabits.com. What does it mean to be a Dallas Cowboys fan? It means you've got the passion and the heart to do your part supporting the boys no matter what. That's why when the game's on the line, you're on your feet, whether you're at home or in the stands. Actually, you're more than a fan. You are a member of Cowboys Nation, and so is AT&T, doing their part to keep you connected to America's team all season long. AT&T is a proud member of Cowboys Nation. Ice cold Dr. Pepper and the Dallas Cowboys go way back. They belong together, like Texas in football, silver and blue, shotgun formations and Hail Marys. Having a Cowboys football party without Dr. Pepper is like having Thanksgiving without the Cowboys. Basically, we wouldn't recommend it. So next time you have a tailgate, home gate, or whatever else kind of gate, grab some ice-cold Dr. Pepper for you and your friends to enjoy. It's a Dallas Cowboys tradition. Dr. Pepper, the one you crave. To work this big land, you need equipment with values rooted as deep in Texas soil as you are. Like John Deere compact tractors with a six-year powertrain warranty and big features that help you work less so you have more time to do what you love. John Deere was first in the Texas fields, and we're proud to be on the field as the official ag and turf equipment of the Dallas Cowboys. Find Texas-sized deals at myjohndeerdealer.com slash football. Terms, conditions, exclusions, and warranty limitations apply. See dealer for details. This is the DallasCowboys.com Draft Show. The Cowboys are on the clock. Brian brought us Dane Brugler. And Kevin K.T. Turner. Uh, 
wish a David Hellman was here to do this because he's the best at it, but I'll go for it. A true cowboy loves his freedom, and Tommy John's gives you that freedom where it counts with a contour pouch, KT, mm. that nestles you in fabric you can barely feel. Shop exclusive cowboy underwear at TommyJohns.com forward slash cowboys for 20% off your first order. TommyJohns.com forward slash cowboys. Keep you warm there with the winter blast coming in. There you go. We Hey, I appreciate everybody getting in on the winter blast today, but uh, thank you guys for making it part of the draft show. Again, uh, we're going to take some calls. If you want to call in and talk to us, 888-855-2297. But right before we do that, we're going to do a little bit of Twitter Twitter on the 20. And I'm taking over for David Hellman today on the Twitter on the 20. So I appreciate everybody that sent stuff in and try and get to as many questions as I can about this. Uh, Dom wants to know, thoughts on Justin Reed, Stanford safety, guys. Who is the younger brother of... Eric Reed. Eric, Eric Reed. Reed, yes. Former first-round pick out of LSU. That's right. I don't think that Justin Reed is the doesn't have the size, and he's not the same physical marvel that his brother was. Yeah. Um, and you watch him on tape, and he could have qualified for that conversation in the first segment about trying to figure him out. Trying to figure out where this guy goes, yeah. He's, he's smart. Uh, you know, he looks like – there's some plays where he looks like a corner out there with the way he could adjust and make plays on the ball. But – there's just nothing there that grabs you and says this is a big time player. This yeah. is the guy that uh, you know. Like what? Where's in what area is he just above average? Is he great in? I don't yeah, know. I if, he, kinda, if he is. I think that I think the turnover factor is. I think yeah. we saw yeah. him force some turnovers. That was about what I I saw. I didn't think a guy played very well with his eyes. There were times where he he took some routes to the ball. I was a little bit questioning about that, and I and I didn't feel like that. He looked very comfortable in coverage. Mm-hmm. I thought he was like you could tell he didn't really think he was that fast of a player. There yeah, were times so he's he having would, to grab. Well, there were times he would flip his hips w- really early, yeah. you know, to try to get ahead of it a little bit. And there were yeah. times where he'd kind of get lost in man coverage. Uh, good tackler wants to come up and hit. You know, I, I like all that that stuff. But man, there's those guys are a dime a dozen. Those guys yeah. who, uh, you know, are maybe better playing closer to the line than in covering. And and man, you know, that's why it's hard. The safety's a hard. Um, deci- uh, position to evaluate for me at least, but I, I mean, I like Justin Reed. I don't see him as a Thursday or Friday guy. I mean, kind of having maybe going somewhere fourth or fifth round. Yeah, I agree. I, no problem. There. I, don't, I don't think he's a top one hundred player. Blake wants to know: Give me three guards other than Nelson. People are starting to get on. KT brought up an interesting point about Connor Williams, and would you play him a guard? And at nineteen, would you consider a guard? But uh, Blake wants to know, give me three guards other than Nelson. Nelson, of course, the Notre Dame guard, Quentin Nelson, yep. who we all feel like is a top five player in this draft. Yeah. He'll go top I, ten somewhere. Yeah. I, I, yeah, the Giants probably need to take I, him. I love Will Hernandez from UTEP. Yeah. And I watched him last, I don't, I watched him last night, and I've kind of like had an idea in my head for some reason that I'm going to like this guy. But 340 pounds, moves like he's 320 pounds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good hands, good feet. I'm not influenced. Kind of nasty. I? I, you had you had an idea about him coming in, didn't you? Yeah, but that was just based on me looking for guards, and I was sitting there going, "I think of the UTEP guy. I think I would like that." Yeah, he's got bear claws for hands. This guy's so much he's power. Big. He's physical. Oh yeah, that. I mean, but power. you know what? You you would think at 330 pounds, 340, whatever he's going to weigh, you would say, "Oh, he's probably a slow-footed guy." He's not. No. And you can play him in schemes. I don't worry about him as a second level blocker and snatching guys on the reach or the or the or the uh, the uh, cutoff blocks. Mm-hmm. I don't. I, I th- don't worry about him. I thought he had a really good understanding too of how to use his body. Just I've got a guy. Let's turn him here and let's create this hole. Like a real good idea of how to make room and create space yeah, for guys the runner to go him. by him. I thought that was a very important part of. Uh, watching him. I agree. And Hernandez is more of a power guy, but on kind of the opposite end of the spectrum, Isaiah Wynn, left tackle from Georgia. There you go. Who, not necessarily a power guy. He's about 300 pounds, uh, 6'2", uh, played left tackle. He's going to move inside in the NFL. I think he has a chance to make that transition really easily and be a big-time guard. Moves really well, uses his hands. Uh, smart, patient, controlled. Uh, I, I like what Isaiah Wynn brings to the table. I think he's in that second, third round discussion as a tackle to guard convert, uh, a, a guy that is a, a top three, top four ta- uh, guard in this class. What do you have the, the, the kid Smith from uh, Auburn? I like, I think I like him more than you do. 
Yeah, uh, you do. I, I like him quite a bit. I think uh, when you watch we're Auburn. About, uh, we're talking about Brendan Smith. Right? Braden Smith. Uh, Braden yeah. Smith. Excuse me. You yeah. watch Auburn. When there was a, a big play, it usually went behind that right guard. Uh, I think Braden Smith uh, is a big-time player. He's a senior. He's experienced, and he plays like it. Uh, he doesn't make a lot of mental mistakes. Also has some experience at tackle, and I think he has tackle size. He's 6'5", 305, can kick outside if you need him to. But as an in- interior player, not the most powerful player, but he gets the job done. Um, he plays a little with high pads sometimes. Yeah. That'll hurt his leverage. But I think you can reset, re-anchor, uh, you know, sink and find that 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 center balance that he, that he needs to withstand the bully of a defensive lineman. I like Braden Smith quite a bit. I think he's also in that second, third round discussion. Yeah, I, I think with Braden Smith though, to me, and I, I I'm you got to be careful about talking about guys that lack power because then you get the guys like Nate Soldor, and then you got the uh, the guy at the Packers, the left tackle, like Bakhtiari. Bakhtiari, you know, those guys. That's kind of why I like O'Neal, by the way, from Pitt. You know, I think the guy could play tackle and, and play well. But the thing with – I thought that with Smith, though, was kind of a guy that was a catcher. You know, kind of you – know, I, was, I was hoping that – and maybe because when you don't have power, mm-hmm. you catch, and then you try and steer and control. But I thought, I thought that he didn't have much upper body power, and that worried me playing him inside. If he had to hook up with some guys, now maybe it helps him when he's dealing with those the quick, the quick uh, three or the under tackles that you know can. That, I, that, I mean, yeah. he played in the SEC, so he faced Durant. No, and, and, and you and, and you, you watch know. you watch him play. He played as they moved him as a they moved him as a uh, like an unbalanced line player. Yeah, he was always kind of the guy that when you if you watch some late film. Yeah, they he they moved play, him. They yeah. moved him. So you're like, where is he? Well, look at tackle the tight end spot because they use him as an unbalanced guy. But uh, I, you know, I, I just kind of saw a guy light on your feet, like you said, mirror slide, I, some screen they used him at a little bit, kind of struggled a little bit there. But they tried to, they used him a lot of different ways. He's an athletic guy, light on his feet, like I said, no doubt about that. So those are some guys to kind of uh, keep in mind uh, uh, right now and uh, and and do that. Uh, uh, I think it's roll. Royal, I'm sorry if I pronounced your name wrong there. How come no hype on James Washington, uh, the wide receiver from uh, Oklahoma State? By hype, does he mean first-round type hype? Yeah. I mean, He's thinking this guy was a Bolitnikoff award yeah. winner. You know, why, why no hype? We're not talking about him as one of the top guys. I mean, I really like him. I've got him at the top of the, my second-round group of wide receivers. How many I mean, guys do you have ahead of him? Three? I got four? three guys in front of him. Yeah. Um, I guess the things that— similar? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, I kind of see that type of a player. So yeah, I think you guys like it more than I do. I'll, I'll let you give your reasons. Well, I just think there's, A, you never see him play press coverage. Yeah. And welcome to the NFL. You're going to have to deal with that. So I've got no yeah. idea how he's going to handle that. And uh, that's something we'll you know get to see a little bit. He, I'm assuming, he'll be at the Senior Bowl, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so, I mean, that'll be uh, that'll be something to see. I, 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 there's a lot of things I like about him. The offense, too, concerns me as well. I mean, we, we went this whole thing with Corey Coleman. Mm-hmm. Um, which you know, it's it's just I I just don't have faith in the guy that doesn't show that he's running ten different routes. Right. Okay, he's doing two or three different routes. Mm-hmm. And I don't have a lot of faith in those guys right now. But I look again. I got him top of the second round. Uh, I have Gallup, Kirk, and Ridley in front of him. But it's it's real close. I like him. See, the thing Gallup is not getting the hype. Yeah, Gallup definitely isn't. And see, yeah. this is where I think the senior bowl senior bowl will be really important for these receivers. To separate Anthony Miller from James Washington, from Michael Gallup, from Jaleel Scott, from Dante Pettis, Marcel Aitman. Yeah. You know, there's all these wide receivers that have talent, but you know, I think the senior bowl will help separate them in terms of uh, skill set, talent, seeing them with their own eyes up close. With Washington, every, I agree with everything that KT said, but especially the the lack of a, a full route tree. Yeah. That really bothers me because, yes, he's outstanding vertically. We saw that time and time again at Oklahoma State. But even simple outs, he's rounding those routes. Yeah. I mean, he's – any corner that knows anything is, is going to bite. I mean, we saw Holton Hill, one of yeah. the better, better corners in the Big 12. University of Texas corner. Exactly. He, he did a nice job against James Washington. And what I like most about James Washington, the vertical ability and then the ball skills. Strong, strong hands. Yeah. And so you kind of put it kind of close to him. It's a little bit of Golden Tate-ish. So I, I like James Washington. I think he's right there in the day two mix. I don't think he's a first-round player. No. 
and I have five receivers ahead of them. See, that's so. what I'm saying, though. That's where the hype – I mean, people – I agree with – these guys are – I thought they're spot on. I didn't think he was the smoothest route runner, but I thought he could separate once he got going. Yeah. He's a good athlete. Yeah. He's not Corey Coleman. Yeah. Uh, but he's, he's built like a running back, if you really want to look. He's 5'11", 5, 205 pounds. Looks so like a running back. He's almost six yeah. foot, 205 pounds. His speed coming into this thing is four four five, but you don't see him play with that quickness, you know? Yeah. But you're right about catching that football. Yeah. I mean, you throw it near him, he's going to go get it. So I'm. I'm oh yeah, and, and Rudolph threw a bunch of balls that he had to adjust to. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. See, I, th- I like what you're saying about the Senior Bowl stuff too. Yeah. Uh, Andre wants to know. Okay, he's thinking that linebacker, say defensive tackle and wide receiver. Are the other needs, you know? Give him, give him your top three, if you can, Dane. Like your linebacker, your defensive tackle, and your wide receiver. And KT, you can chime in on that if you'd like to. Well, linebacker, uh, I think there's two first round grades. That's Roquan Smith, Tremaine Edmonds. Right. Uh, both could be off the board by then. And then my third linebacker is Josie Jewell, who to me is he's a day two guy. Right. Second, third round, and then Rashawn Evans having the third round. Um, so right now, that's my linebackers. It's not a deep position, overly deep position, especially right. early. Um, and that's the opposite with, say, defensive line, depending on what kind of, you know. Yeah, he, uh, Andre was the, looking at a defensive tackle. Yeah, the one or the, the one, three. Yeah, let's. I think we need to touch. Well, fire to fire the one. All right, you fire him some but, threes, and can uh, you fire him some ones? Yeah. Yeah, the ones are easy, I think, with KT will get to them. But the threes, I mean, Maurice Hurst, to me, is the top three. Right. Um, the top three technique. The yeah, Auburn hurt us with all those guys staying in, right? Clemson, yeah. Oh, Clemson. I'm sorry. Yeah, Clemson, yeah. yeah. Christian, Clemson. Christian Wilkins. Yeah. And that, it helps Maurice Hurst. He has a chance to go to Mobile next week and really right. separate himself. Uh, the next three techniques, probably Taven Bryan from Florida. There you go. Flash. Kind of think about a third-round guy, though, right? Yeah, second, third round. He's yeah. a flash player. I mean, really good athlete. If you get him to improve some of those inconsistencies, he can be a, a pretty good player. But he's nothing more than a flash player right now. And then the next three technique on my board would be Rasheem Green from USC. A little bit of a confused skill set because he's 6'4", 285, but he can move. He's a very good athlete. So. Uh, right now, those would be my early top three defensive tackles. Fire him some ones. You no, know, Vita Vea is the one right. went there. And I, I think I've drawn Payne as my second yeah. technique. And I mean, if Vita's there, I, I'm comfortable taking him and moving on. I just don't know if the team, the yeah. Cowboys are if going the, to. The Cowboys are I don't know what they that. think. If they want Malik Collins to be a three or a one. And I don't think he'll be there. I mean, he needs to be a three. I don't think he'll be there either. I don't think Vita will be there. I don't think Roquan Smith will be there. I don't think Tremaine Edmonds will be there. Uh, and the other name, uh, the guy mentioned wide receiver. I don't think Calvin Ridley's going to be there. In, in the mock draft, I did all of those names were off the board. Yeah. So. And you have them taking re- Michigan defensive lineman again. So we're going to Maurice Hurst. Put Hurst next to Malik Collins and go go get him. Yeah, you know, and, and Hurst plays no tackle at Michigan some, so he two eighty eight, right? We'll see what he is at the con- at the yeah. Senior Bowl. You're yeah. going to see if, if he's. You think he's going to put on some weight? I, I, I just hope he's six zero one five. I believe. Yeah, I hope he's Almost closer 6'2". to two ninety five. Yeah, it doesn't have to be three hundred and ten pounds. No, closer to two ninety five. Good weight. He just you watch him. He surges off the snap. He quickly finds the ball. Oh no, he's plays. a good player. Yeah, he's a really good player. He yeah. is a good player. And we talked about the wide receivers though. Real the top three. We've already given those right. Yeah, Ridley, Kirk. I think the top two, and then DJ Moore, Anthony Miller. Those are my top four receivers. I think. I'm really going to have a tough time when I look at my receiver rankings, 5 to 15. I'm going to have a tough time stacking yeah. those guys. My top four, I feel confident, is Calvin Ridley, Christian Kirk, DJ Moore, and Anthony Miller. Yeah. Where's Gallup on there, Dane? He's in that 5 to 15. <laughs> trying to, and it, it, again, talking about the Senior Bowl, Gallup, James Washington, figuring those guys out, the Senior Bowl will be really beneficial. Okay, uh, uh, Kent, we have a call by any chance before we finish this? We thing? do. We have, let's go overseas to Philip in France. Philip. Hey, bonjour. Bonjour à tous. First, let me wish wish anyone in Cowboys Nation and every member of uh, DallasCowboys.com crew a happy new year and my best wishes for 2K18. Thank you, sir. Uh, thanks, for, uh, thanks, Mr. Uh, Ingleton, for the two-week draft shows. Uh, I love that, and I will, and I hope it will understand 
uh, all of this subseason if you guys behind the mics are okay with that and ready to go the distance. Uh, Brian, yes, sir. do you remember I called on in the Talking Cowboys show after the uh, week uh, three game about the domino effect on the O-line? Okay. I'm back charging again about the O-line. Uh, obviously, we need a left guard, as I don't expect Jonathan Cooper to be back next season, and I have no trust in Chess Green so far. Okay. Uh, I think we need a badass smaller brawler at a late Mark Tunney or Kevin Gogan, sure. Hall of Famer Larry Allen, or uh, soon to be Hall of Famer Big Nate Newton to play between uh, Travis Frederick and Tyron Smith. Okay. Uh, my question is could you give me your absolute top five guard or tackle to able to side inside and in that mold? And their university, so I could watch them on streaming from France. And uh, where would you be comfortable to pick them? Thanks for taking my call. Have a great day. Go Tigers. Go Cowboys. Thank you. Appreciate that. How about that, KT? Pretty amazing. Uh, the reach of the draft. Reach show. of the draft goes Incredible. all the way to France. Thank you for that. Uh, we've talked about the, the guards. Yeah. We talked about Nelson. We've talked about Smith from Auburn potentially. Will Hernandez from UTEP's another one. Uh, I haven't seen on your list uh, Austin Corbett. Yeah, the left ta- college left tackle is going to move inside from Nevada. Uh, he'll be a Senior Bowl guy. And then, and then you talked about a win, Isaiah, Isaiah Win from Georgia. A few other guards in there: Wyatt Teller from Virginia Tech. There you go. Uh, Tony yeah. Adams from NC State, another guy I like. And a few underclassmen came out: Taylor Hearn and uh, Maya Tuahima. LSU transfer. Okay. Uh, Southeast Louisiana this past year. I think a couple of the guard prospects to know. As for the tackles, that, there's going to be a lot of discussion about yeah. how these guys stack up. Yeah. You know, is Connor Williams the top guy? Orlando Brown, where does he fit in this mix? Yeah. McGlinchey, Brian O'Neill. Uh, I mentioned uh, Akorafor, uh, who has a bright future. Yeah. Just where? A lot of things to figure out. <laughs> a so. lot of things. Uh, these, this tackle and guard class is really interesting to figure out. I could, I won't be surprised. I think in my mock, I had four tackles going in the first round. Mm. Even though I don't think four tackles are for the top thirty-two players in this draft, but we need. know every team needs offensive every, line yeah, help. Quarterbacks yeah. are getting hit a lot. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. All right. Hey, thank you guys for Twitter on the twenty. Thank you for Philippe for the call from France. We do appreciate everybody that listens. Uh, to our program all over the uh, the world. Good day, uh, we, Mike. We love you guys for doing that. When we come back here in the SWBC Mortgage Studios, KT's got a little draft jeopardy. Uh-oh. Stay tuned. Cowboys fans know that the second best of anything simply won't cut it, and your skincare should be no different. A longtime locker room favorite of the players and the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Dallas-based Jack Black, is the number one best-selling men's skincare brand in the country because we make products that help guys look, smell, and feel better. Visit GetJackBlack.com Cowboys to get $10 off your first order of $50 or more. Jack Black. Look good. Smell good. Feel good. Official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with sideline access and photo ops with current players, alumni, and cheerleaders. That's not all, though. You'll get to talk X's and O's with Senior Director of Player Personnel, Will McClay, and, of course, with yours truly, me, Brian Broaddus. You can trust the official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, and with us, you'll travel like a pro. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. I hear all this talk about what it takes to be a cowboy. Everyone's got their ideas, but I just say to myself, it's what's up top that matters. Sure, you need men with the muscle and heart to get her done, but if your scouts and coaches are listening out there, a word of advice. Pick the man with the most well-worn Stetson. That's the one most cut out to be a cowboy. Stetson hats are handmade right here in Texas and have been on cowboys' heads for over 150 years. The rest of you can visit Stetson.com slash cowboy to find a retailer nearest you. What does it mean to be a Dallas Cowboys fan? It means you've got the passion and the heart to do your part supporting the boys no matter what. That's why when the game's on the line, you're on your feet, whether you're at home or in the stands. Actually, you're more than a fan. You are a member of Cowboys Nation, and so is AT&T, doing their part to keep you connected to America's team all season long. AT&T is a proud member of Cowboys Nation. 
This is the DallasCowboys.com Draft Show. The Cowboys are on the clock. We're back here in the SWBC Mortgage Studios. Brian Broaddus, Dane Brugler, Kevin KT Turner. Let's get to Kevin's game of NFL Draft Jeopardy. Yeah, I always wanted to be a game show host. So this is also a good opportunity for the listeners of the draft show to kind of see how much they've been paying attention. Mm -hmm. See how they're doing in their draft process as well. Uh, So the five categories I have here are big nasties, which is offensive and defensive linemen. Cool runnings, which is running backs in the 2018 draft. Who needs power five? Those are small school uh, prospects. We've got getting handsy. That's uh, wide receivers in the 2018 draft. And then senior bowling, guys who will be participating in the senior bowl. Now, backstage, Dane, you won the toss. So you will uh, go first. Dane, what category would you like to choose? All right, let's do cool runnings for three points. Three points for cool runnings. The classic rock enthusiast will really identify with this Auburn wayward son. Running back from Auburn. Carry on Johnson. Carry on Johnson. <laughs> Three points for Dave. Wayward, wayward son. I, I like okay. that. I was hoping Broadus would pick that. Yeah, right. <laughs> I like that. It's one of my – I like, I like that. Nice. So he gets, he gets three points Three points, He gets yeah. to keep the board, right? No, I'm going to go ahead and give it oh, back to you. Let's okay. make sure we both get to Yeah, play. let's go with uh, – hey, let's go with uh, big nasties for uh, two, please. For two points. This potential Cowboys target and space-eating defensive lineman's name rhymes with the former all-time college football rushing leader. Cowboys target at 19, space-eater. One technique. His name rhymes <laughs> with the former. No, his name rhymes with the former college football rushing leader. Yeah, you're you're on the right track with with Vea. Vea. Uh, but it's it rhymes with Ron Dane. It's going to be Deron oh, Payne. Payne. <laughs> oh no! Two points. I was thinking space eater. Is he going to pick guys? <laughs> He's a space eater. He's okay, a big dude. Got that? Uh, if you know, he likes to really play. If the game has a lot Ron more. Ron Dane Payne. Oh, no, no, oh no. gosh, I'm yeah, so good. bad at this game. No, it's going to be great. <laughs> I got you. Go ahead. Uh, let's go over to Dane. Uh, okay, let's change it up. Let's do senior bowling. For let's go three again. Three points, senior bowling. I'm going to warn you that this clue is a little bit long. Okay, okay. <laughs> so just to get that out of the way, this senior bowl offensive player not only learned how to play quarterback, but also learned many other psychological wonders of the world playing for the coach who was wrongfully dismissed by Texas Tech back in the day. Okay, it's got to be who is Luke Falk. That is Luke Falk. It is. This correct. is this is about to be an ass kick. That's right got to be a record right there. <laughs> What do you think? Do you worry about Luke Falk? Uh, I worry about a hey, arm strength. We well, you know that's a problem. But do you wonder, like, uh, maybe he's got a lot going on in his head? Maybe just because he played for Leach. I love Mike oh, yeah. Leach, but yeah, no, I agree. So, coming from that system, <laughs> right? Senior Bowl is going to be interesting for him. See how he handles that. You think he's? I mean, but he's got he's got talent. I haven't seen you know me and quarterbacks. I'm. It's like uh, it's I'm like, not a fan personally. Yeah, uh, he's a day three player. That at best he's a backup. I don't see I don't see much with him, but. Uh, you're talking about ice cream. Yeah. Some team will like him. Give him a like shot. Him. Oh, let's go get Hansy for three. For three points. Yeah. This is a West Coast wide receiver, Broadus. Showed the ability to get separation on tape, but it is concerning how tiny he is. West Coast. Mm-hmm. Get separation. Tiny. Weighs in about 170. Who is uh, Pettis? It's not Pettis. Let's steal. Dane oh. for the steal. Deontay Burnett. It is Burnett. Oh, the that USC. Guy. What? Yeah, USC guy. KT. Kind of the same. I'm sorry. You're, these are great clues, and I. Well, they're not super. That wasn't specific. a bad guess because Pettis is undersized. He is undersized. Same type of thing, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That that was not a poor KT. The boss is going to. Derek's going to have a word with you, making me look bad in this. <laughs> well, I t- I'm only kidding. No, this is good. This no, is you're good. doing a great job. I think this is a great. I think it is. it's great. This is awesome. Okay, what is it, like seven to nothing already? I don't have to. Yeah, score doesn't matter. (laughs) Obviously, it doesn't matter because I'm getting. It's more about talking about the players here. No, but he does. You're right, though. That kid can separate, though. Slot player, though, right? Slot player, yeah. Slot player. And it's just a linebacker who's going to come in and just kind of big bad wolf, huff and puff, and blow him down. (laughs) Like, that's the worry. I mean, I I watched him. I was like, oh, my God, don't get hit. Don't get hit. Like, I was worried about it. And that's also part of the Sam Darnold evaluation that that was clearly his best receiver. Yeah. yeah. So that's that's part of that. Uh let's go to the 
the Who Needs Power Five? We haven't done that one yet. Who Needs Power for Five? Three. For three. This, this is this is getting out of hand. Uh, this uh, man, I actually I actually me- messed up on the on the clue on this one. So do another number. Dave. Okay, let's do let's go five. Let's, let's go for it five. all. Okay, go for it all. Five foot. I need to steal one. Five foot ten and a half. He broke all of Isaac Bruce's records. Anthony Miller. That is Anthony Miller. Now, I can have got that music. one. You would have had that right. Yeah, Ross. I would have yeah, got. We it. talked about that. <laughs> KT's feeling bad because. I can't uh, get any of these clues right. That's right. This is your one right here. Okay, man. I was at the bar when I put this game together. Were you really? Uh, no. The step up. <laughs> I've been watching Pittsburgh. Oh, uh, let's go. Let's go with. Uh, let's go with. Uh, cool runnings for what do we got left? Uh, two. Whatever. Let's one. Do, two. Yeah, just give me a. Well, let's do. Let's do two. I'm so far behind. Give me the one for ten. Okay, we'll do <laughs> the one for ten. Okay. Uh, he was neglected in the fourth quarter of the national championship game, Broadus, but I've given him the nickname PlayStation. Yeah, who is uh, Shoney Michelle? Tony Michelle, that's For correct. 10, I'm back in the game. Broadus nice. is back in the game. In fact, he's <laughs> taking the lead with right there. I like that PlayStation. Yeah, uh, I like that. Of the Sony, and that's yeah, nice. Uh, where's he going to end up? Nice second round. I think him and Chubb are both top 60 guys. Uh, is, is he going to be the one guy when everybody, when they look back on this thing and they see all those guys... That, I mean, all the, the these running backs that we've talked about, the Barclays, the Johnsons, the Jones from USC, mm-hmm. are they going to look back and say, they, they all those guys went ahead of him? Same thing what we with, with Kamara, you know, that uh, kind yeah. of thing. Where, where they end up is a big part of it. You know, if Alvin Kamara doesn't go to the Saints, doesn't have that opportunity, who knows? You know, he's a good player, but uh, where these guys end up is a big part of it. Yeah, I don't know. I, I've liked Sonny Michelle all year. He's been great all year. And it just See, you were worried about that maybe he got you're over a he get he's getting overhyped now. Way to, I mean, I'm hearing first round, and it's just like okay, he's a good player, yeah. but I don't see a first round player. Uh, so I mean, Sonny Michelle is a very good player. I think he's uh, him and Chubb have been my top two senior backs since the summer. Real quick, him or Jones from USC? Uh, give me Jones. I agree. But I mean, I have him close. Jones's Jones's tape at USC is. I have him both second round. Jamal Charles. Jamal Charles. Uh, Well, that's high praise right there. It is, and Sonny Michelle and and Nick Chubb too, like being on the same team. It is weird, but to me, like people talk about, well, who should go higher? Well, I think it just matters what the team needs. Right. Like what kind of back you want? That's all going to matter about fit for them, just because they're a little bit different. And that's part of the evaluation too. If for Sonny Michelle is he didn't have to be the bell cow. Nick Chubb was the bell cow. Is yeah. there going to be any back in this draft better than Barkley when it's said and done? It could happen. Is I, there one guy? NFL saying, teams didn't think there'd be a back better than Trent Richardson in the 2012 draft. How that third overall, right? Yeah. yeah, that was another game maybe for another day. With, yeah, maybe be careful with running backs. You know. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, let's stick with cool runnings. Uh, let's see what we. We have like, five. You like running back? How many? How many That's you six. down? How many is you down now that I hit the uh, ten? That doesn't matter. Yeah, there we go. Point. Yeah, there we go. zero zero. Again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you want to go for the big money though, right? Let's go for the big money. This 2018 draftable runner, who I admittedly have not seen yet. Okay. He shares the same last name, a former Packers wide receiver, and a former Bucks bad quarterback. Pac-12 guy. Uh, I didn't give you a very specific clues here because I haven't seen the player again. Shares the same last name with former oh. 90s Packer wide receiver, former bad Buccaneers quarterback. Oregon running back. That Royce is Freeman. Royce Freeman. That is yeah. correct. Antonio Freeman. And Josh Freeman. Nice. I like it. Josh, I like that. That's, good. that's a good clue. Josh Freeman was a bad What about him, though? Have you seen him? I, mean, yeah, I, 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 I haven't looked at him at all. He's a four-year guy. Uh, Oregon, right? Yeah. Surprised he came back for a senior year. Came back. Had a solid season. I don't see a lot of juice. He's not a big explosive guy, but he's got good vision. Uh, he knows how to, you know, pick through the defense. See, a senior bowl guy, so have a chance. Okay, to there. good, uh, good. He's just kind of what he is. He's he's more of a, a third rounder, fourth rounder. Uh, another one of those consolation prizes if you don't get your, you know, the top six or seven running backs. Yeah, it seems like every year though, that's that's a good sweet spot for mm-hmm. a lot of running backs. You know, into the third round. Yeah, uh, yeah. We had a run round. there a couple years ago with that that group. It went like in the seventies. Was it like seventy two three? I mean, they Duke had a, Johnson. Yeah, 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 yeah. All those the, guys. Yeah, Chaz Green year. We were Tevin going Coleman. Running was back. it Coleman? Was also in that? Was it Tevin was Coleman? It Jai, Tevin too? Coleman. He went in the Jai, second. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I even fell even further with the knee. Oh, did Te- no? Well, I think it, Tevin Coleman was a second round guy. 
second or third. I think, yeah. yeah, I think he was second round. Okay, might have been. I might. I'm some days I remember this, and some days I don't. Yeah, there's a whole this. new batch of players every year. It's really hard to keep. That's them what on the you computer. know. What that's a problem with a lot of scouts <laughs> that you all of a sudden you 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 you're so focused on a draft, and yeah. then you lose, and when it's over, you forget these guys. Yeah. You're trying to compare them to guys you've had before. It's, the mind only has so much space. You know, it's like a computer. You only have so much storage. And yeah. when you have to scout over a thousand guys, you know, it's just, you kind of, you have to lose something. So, you know, it's better that than your kids' names. Yeah. <laughs> no kidding. Yeah. You know, don't you get accused by your wife of forgetting? You, you can't remember what you're supposed to do, but you can remember who. You have to work. The Buccaneers who need Yeah, you have to work right? a little bit harder uh, <laughs> just to make sure that you're not lacking in that it's all about balance brian you know that yeah that's I, that's why i'm single right now <laughs> over to you brian yeah for light uh let's go with a little let's uh let's go senior bowling again all I, right i need to learn about the senior bowl i'm not going to get any of this right but go ahead all right this senior bowler to me is known as that other oklahoma statewide receiver who is aitman that is marcel aitman nice. yeah yeah and he is the other one but if you tell me in three years he has the better career than washington Ooh. wouldn't shock me Going to make that guy mad who asked about James yeah. Washington being underhyped. And I, I'm not saying it will happen. That was, I, uh, yeah, that was, uh, who was that that asked about old, uh, yeah, that was a Royal. I think Marcel's Royal. a cool name, too. Yeah. Well, Let me he, ask you this, he's though. He's a specialized guy because he's big and he's going to win those contested catches. Yeah, but does he run? No, well, that's what I'm saying. He's a specialized guy. You yeah. know, you're, he's not going to be your ex. He's not going to be your number one receiver. But you use him uh, to move the sticks. You move him in the red zone. Big possession guy is going to win those contested catches. Is that what the Cowboys have now? I hate to say. I'm, I'm just I'm just talking about a team. If if if, if there's a it. team that doesn't need an Aitman, or doesn't need a Sutton, Sutton. Yeah. or doesn't need Scott, Jaleel Scott, Jaleel Scott from New Mexico awesome. State. Yeah, and he's a little different too because he's like six six two twenty. Like That's so, he's, he's big, but he's more tall than. Large physical, uh, but yeah, no, I agree. Especially a team like this that you think really subscribes to the X Y Z. You know, Des is their X. They have their X. What they look for in a Z. That's why I love Calvin Ridley so much for the Cowboys. I yeah. think it's the perfect Z yeah. for what this team wants. Uh, but that's not you know Sutton. He's not a Z. No, he'd be an X in this. Yeah. And you just don't need another big physical guy that has trouble running routes. Man, there's a lot of questions with the wide receiver group. Like even even Kirk, who I have first round grade on, I said, "Am I ready to go give him the ball a lot? I mean, am I ready to go give yeah. him ninety catches?" Well, and the big catch, or the big know. thing with him is, can he play outside? Again, yeah, slot. Oh, we, I, we talk I like about every his show. Build though, yeah, I know he he's, not, he's not a small guy. Yeah, six foot two hundred, right? But he was a slot only player in college, and so yeah. you know, it's a projection to say that he can kick outside. And I think he can, but it's his value as a slot player even more. I think he's a high floor receiver. You know, he doesn't have a high ceiling. But his floor is pretty high. See the thing I the thing I, w- I really like about him though, when they do get him the ball, he's yeah. he's going places. Yeah. See, I don't who who do they have here now that get goes places? No, they don't, and that's why they don't have good yards after catch stats. Yeah. And that's you know that was a big problem with the offense. And when you factor in with Kirk the special teams, that's a big part yeah. of it. Yeah. He averaged a punt return touchdown every six punts. That's awesome. He, one of my favorite stats in this draft, his career punt return average is better than his career kick return average. On kick returns, he averaged 21 yards per kick return. Christian Kirk on punts averaged 21.4 yards per punt return. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, who has a better punt return average than kick return average? This guy does. That tells you what, about, what kind of impact he can make. My guy, my guy uh, Hughes. Mike Hughes. Yeah. Mike Central Hughes Florida. for, for uh, Central Florida is like he's, a big punt and kick return. Or big, awesome. Big four, punt. He had four touchdowns this past year. Two on kicks, one on punt, one on interception. He's, I love that player. Take him at 19. Oh, my God, yes. Would you take him at 19? Yeah. You need a corner? Okay, say Ward and Fitzpatrick are gone. He's my number three corner. I would take Hughes over Ward. Mm. Is he your number two corner then? Number two corner. Nice. Right behind Minka. I've, and then Ward is three. Okay, I've got Minka, Ward, Hughes. And I love uh, Ward. I love Ward, too. Yeah. I just, no, there's something about Hughes. I, watching him last night, getting in your face. I, I yeah. just pushed you to the sideline. Classic press man. Why are yeah. people not talking about him? UCF. They won 13 they're, games. They're the national we, champions. Traquan Smith, the other receiver. Traquan Smith. Yeah, shout out to uh, J. Russ Magic fan who said to watch him on Twitter, and we yeah. did, and he's a Appreciate good Appreciate that, yeah. Another senior bowl guy. As a redshirt junior graduate. Yeah. 
UCF's got some players. Yeah, they're the they national champions. <laughs> they do have some players. Self-proclaimed, but it's okay. All right, KT, thanks so much for, uh, do for doing it. that. I appreciate awesome. that. Thank you. Eh, and, uh, Dan, congratulations job. for the okay. victory. I'm sure he gets a prize pack. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Draft day. Yes. You get, you get, you a get new to, car! Yeah, you know, you get to eat it. I, I'll, buy you, I'll buy you dinner at... Uh, down there at the, the barbecue place. At, Perfect. At, uh, we'll eat some ribs together Done. down there at uh, Dreamland. Dreamland. Yeah. Get some Dreamland barbecue. All right. For my scouts, Dane Brugler, Kevin K.T. Turner for executive producer, Kent Garris. I'm Brian Bross. Thanks again. We'll see you next Thursday at 11 a.m. for the draft show. Stay tuned.